0: Five, four, three, two, one. Good. Good morning. Morning. It is Monday evening for us, night. Tuesday for you guys. Yep. And um, we're here in the living room with the crosswalk behind us. I
1: think they know that. I think they know where we're at.
0: What if they think this is just a movie set?
1: No, I think they know we're at home.
0: We're Universal Studios. This is Hollywood. The no. Relevant Bible Talk movie set.
1: We're at home.
0: Yeah, so, um... Did we tell them we were going to get a van today? On yesterday's video? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think the Lord wants us to have that van. No. Can I tell you guys a story?
1: <laughs> you should.
0: Yeah, so, um... I told the guy, when was it? I told you, Friday or Saturday? Saturday.
1: No, you told him on Friday. It was Friday. They were open on Friday. Because you took me on Saturday to go look at it and they were closed.
0: I took you at night. You
1: took me on Friday night to look at it. And then on Saturday... When um, were
0: all the women at the church? I thought it was Saturday. When me and Al left. That Saturday. No. You, Melodia. Lydia was there, so she wasn't at work. Really not even important to the point though.
1: No, but then how did you tell them then?
0: I didn't tell them till yesterday morning.
1: Oh, okay. Then yeah it was Saturday, guys. Sorry.
0: So, um anyway. Saw this band. Hopefully you know the story. If not, watch yesterday's video, watch the beginning of the sermon. Um and uh, the guy had basically said, come on Monday, I'm going to put a battery in it. No, matter of fact, let me quote him. I'm going to put a brand new battery in it and get it smogged. And I said, okay, I have an eye appointment at 1.30 on Monday. As soon as that eye appointment's over, I'm coming to see this van. As long as I hear it start, take it for a ride, we're good. We're getting this van. That's what I told him.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: We show up there at 2.30 um, no battery in it. So then he goes, oh man, I'm sorry, give me five minutes, let me take a battery out of one of the other cars. And so we were, Wait. we just. Red flag one, what did he say? He goes, come Monday, I'm going to put a brand new battery in it. So you gave so, him time, you so, said, huh?
1: you gave him time to... So red
0: flag is, he said, oh, I didn't do it, let me pull one out of one of the other cars. Mm-hmm. But the day, he says, I'm going to put a brand new battery in it and have it smoked. So then we, I, I wasn't going to wait there for five minutes. So we told him, we're going to go get coffee. Mm-hmm. That's what you're going to say, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because um, I, I, I didn't want to skip the part that he had said a brand new battery. I know. I
1: know.
0: You know? So we left, had coffee, came back. We all get out of the car this time, right? We all get out of the car. And um, he goes, Yeah, um, the van really drives good. Okay, can I hear the engine? And he goes, It's just that um, I forgot the key at home. You forgot the key at home. I said, We live in Stockton and we came here in series. We came here for this van from Stockton, and he was man. He was I live in Manteca, which is twenty minute drive for him. Mm -hmm. And he was yeah, and I said he was just come back tomorrow, you know. And I was like, well, we'll see. I'm gonna go look at something else, and that was it, you know.
1: Yeah, and I told David my spirit ain't feeling it. Yeah. When the Lord, you know, just doesn't let you feel something, um, doesn't give you that comfort, that peace, you know, you just got to walk away from some things, guys. And um, after that, we went on a field trip.
0: Yeah, we went on a mission. mission. So we went to car lots. We saw one. Beautiful. And, I, and we pulled up. This is what makes me mad, right? Because... That guy said, come back Monday. So for three days, we didn't do nothing waiting for Monday. And we saw this van. We pull over to that lot. And I tell the lady, lady comes out. I said, how much is that van? She goes, I just sold it yesterday. She goes, I wish you would have came. Yesterday. Yesterday. You know why we didn't go yesterday? Because we were waiting for this one. You know, she literally says, we sold it. I'm just waiting for the. The check to clear. Okay. So then we left. Then we saw another one, but it was way too high. You know, it was like double the price. It was like almost practically new. Anyways, um, we have a few leads now, right?
1: Mm-hmm. It's all the way in the Bay Area. We yeah. have a few in the Bay Area.
0: Nice. Some nice leads, actually.
1: Yeah. You know, but, you know, the Lord's going to lead us to the right man. We know that. Mm-hmm. Um
0: and that's it. Yeah, so we're, we're, like, we're at a point right now where we're excited because we know God's going to give us something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what you do is you kind of... Imagine being a leaf falling into a flowing river and you just let the river take you. You can't force it. Yeah, you, know? you really can't. Yeah, we came on the way back. We went through Manteca kind of looking at some of the lots. We drove through a little bit of Stockton, you know, just kind of looking just... But honestly... How many times have we just driver just lead us, Lord? Just lead us. Mm-hmm. You know, and you had messaged a few that you saw online. Um, and we're just like, you know what? We're not going to, God's going to provide it. We're excited to see what he's going to provide. Just what it is. I think the the, the thing is not to force it.
1: Yeah, not to force it. Let it happen organically. Mm-hmm. And it has to be, we got to remember that the Lord is the one who provided this and he's gonna be able to lead us to the right one, the one that is gonna be um, the best suitable for his children, the best suitable that is gonna be the best comfortable, um, the most reliable, um, the one that he knows that is gonna be safest yeah. in in every way, guys, and and we're, we're willing to be patient with that, so. Yeah. Um, We're okay, you know, we're gonna have peace. And and
0: here's a a, a good rule, is don't force things. So many people force relationships, they force a new job, they force all kinds of stuff. And it's like, if it's of God, so here's the thing, right? At first I was a little, well, I don't know what the word, annoyed that the guy, you know, didn't put the battery in and then he forgets the key. And I'm like, that's weird because you have a car lot, this is your livelihood, how do you forget a key? It didn't look like he makes too much business, and you're going to forget the key of the person that's actually interested in buying a, a vehicle from you. And then it dawned on me, and I think you on your own too. I said, you know what? How do I know if it's not God that had that happen? Mm-hmm. What if it was God that had that? Because, mm-hmm. and it might not even be that He had bad intention, but God knows the few the, the, God knows the condition of the engine mm-hmm. or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And God's like, you know what? I'm going to watch watch for my, my people and I'm gonna have him forget the key. We don't know, so I'm just like, okay, I can't be mad. Lord, this is you protecting us. That's yeah. it, so I'm not mad at the guy.
1: I think we gotta look at things like that in a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of circumstances in our lives. You know, a lot of the times we, I think I've said that before, sometimes we give the enemy or sometimes we think mm-hmm. that, that a lot of things happen for the wrong, but sometimes they're happening for the right. Um, People go for the wrong, but they end up staying for the Mm -hmm. right. Um, And and I think that happens just in life in general. um, Because we can look at the bad in things, but truly they're happening for the right reasons. Things are taking place for for something good. Um, So let's always look at the positive in things, you know, and thank the Lord through them because something wonderful will come out of it and we just always have to look at it like that honestly i used to get very really disappointed when people would commit to things people would say you know i'll be there all this and i stopped getting disappointed have you noticed i've changed a lot in that Mm -hmm. i no longer get disappointed i no longer you know what because i just say you know what lord it's okay I i don't do it no more because I think sometimes our, when we, when our expectations are up here Mm -hmm. too much, then, then that's not good because when, once we start expecting too much or the disappointments are even more and we need to stop, um, having high expectations because then the disappointments become so much greater. And once we stop doing that, then I think then, then we'll be okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah,
0: and there's a fine line of it. Like, for instance, sometimes I believe um, you'll, you'll have to stop at a train and you, you're mad. But what if God was actually holding you from something that was about to happen? Yeah. Or what if it was just a train that got in the way? You know what I mean? So you can't get, like, way extreme. Like, you can't get a flat and be like, you know... God did this God did this because it saved him from an accident or or maybe he did you know what I mean so it's like It's gotta, almost like
1: the theory is the cap is the cup half full or half empty yeah you know and and honestly it can be looked at both ways it's like the number nine and the number six you gotta it can be looked at in both different ways yeah. it's perspective in different ways you know you can look at things different differently and both of them may have could have the same the same outcome or a different outcome but you're just never gonna know so yeah. is your cup half full or is it half empty yeah so guys you know there's yeah. just so many so many so many ways different perspectives Yeah. you know
0: but ultimately guys um, Sharon did find a few leads that are actually better yes I mean way better mileage wise even a few years newer yeah um, and this is what's amazing. We're just gonna share this because we don't know how the outcome's gonna be, right? But we threw a a, coup, a couple, you know, questions out, and one person answered basically and said, um, "I'm out of town, but I'm, I'll be back on Wednesday uh, or Wednesday something." Wednesday or right? Thursday. Yeah. So you told me, and remember, I told you, I'm like, I'm not gonna. I wasted three days waiting for the first guy. I said, I said, babe. Uh, I'm not going to put things on pause again, so just be straight up, you know, and tell him, you know what, That's because the van is beautiful. Yeah. But tell him, like, straight up, we're not going to stop looking. We're literally looking right now because we were driving through uh, shopping uh, car lots, you know. Mm-hmm. And and she wrote him a, a very, I thought it was a very sincere note. Yeah. You know, but here's the thing, guys, we don't know how this is going to play out because this is either going to be of God or... or These other, because the other leads that we found, beautiful vans. But here's the thing each of these leads, all of them are better than the one we were planning to get today within the same price. You know? Yeah. Are you going to write it? Yeah.
1: I'm going to read it to you guys, you know, because I was very, very honest with him. And I said, I will be honest. We are literally driving around looking. We have someone who stood us up today. We had a group of people who are depending on us to have a van. We will continue to look, but can you please let me know the moment you are back? I will give you the same courtesy if we find something sooner as well. If we have not by Wednesday, we will drive out there, and it is and it is the Lord's doing. I made sure to let him know that it's the Lord's doing. Yeah. If we do end up over there, yeah. you know, because it's going to be God's will. So, you know? if it's
0: of God, He will block anything else and and have this opportunity open. And if it's not then these other ones we found were amazing too.
1: Yeah, and he put down, you know what? Because he, don't forget, he said he's going to try to be back by Wednesday or Thursday. And he came back with this. I'm going to try my best to be back by Tuesday night, which is tomorrow night, guys. Well, tonight for you guys. Oh, yeah, tonight for you guys. And hope everything works for us, meaning us together. Yeah, so. So, with that said... I know that he's definitely looking to working with us, and I and I really believe that um, God is going to make a way for us to meet with this person because it is a beautiful van, um, very very beautiful van.
0: Well, I'm I'm like if it happens, it happens. I'm not saying that that's of God. I'm yeah. not saying that. I'm going to say it, it'll just unfold. It's going to unfold the way it's going to unfold because we might we might get something even nicer than than that. Yeah by tonight for you guys so you know i'm not gonna put limits because if i say i know god's gonna do something between us and them then i'm just like already claiming it it's done mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not doing that guys know? Yeah. so anyways that was our adventure um yeah there...
1: we all and by the way we actually took lydia and al and melodia we were all out having a good old field trip today yeah
0: they were with us too
1: we all were in the car, just driving around everywhere. So, yeah, it was fun. We, well, picked, we picked up Lydia.
0: <laughs> I went to get my eyes checked today to get a new prescription of glasses. I know most of the time I don't wear them because they're scratched. And they bug me, so I don't wear them. I just, they're for distance. So I went today to get my eyes checked. So they put the drops in my eyes. So my everything was blurry. So... You were driving at first, and then Pastor Al was driving, and I'm just looking around all blurry eyed. (laughs) And just finally now, like it's now, just now it's starting to look normal to me.
1: Yeah, so we ended up picking up Lydia, and then we went Mm -hmm. on the rest of our field trip. But praise God. We're here now, guys, and we have a pretty awesome scripture for you guys.
0: Yeah, I want you guys to go to Galatians chapter 1. Um, we're starting with starting at six to nine okay and um, we're gonna jump to another verse that kind of goes with this but we'll read this first yeah okay so it says this in Galatians chapter one verses six through nine it says this so this is Paul first of all let me say this Paul is talking to the Galatian church Galatia is not a city It's a region, like a county, right? And he's writing his church to the Galatian area. And he says, I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him, Jesus, who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another. But there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. As I have said before, so now I say it again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed.
1: David reads out of the New King James and I'll be reading out of the message. I can't believe your fickleness how easily you have turned traitor to him who called you by the grace of Christ by embracing a variant message it is not a minor a minor variation you know it is completely other an alien message a no a no message a lie about God. those who are provoking this agitation among you are turning the message of Christ on its head. Let me be blunt if one of us even a, even if an angel from heaven were to preach something other than what we preached originally, let him be cursed. I said it once, I'll say it again. If anyone, regardless of reputation or credentials, preaches something other than what you received originally, let him be cursed. Hmm.
0: Wow. I want to quickly break this down before we get to the other verse. This is this is a trip. It's like, it's almost honestly, when you read it, it's almost like Paul is a little disturbed. He's a little annoyed. Actually, he's really annoyed. Because Paul went preaching to the church in Galatia, telling them who Jesus was. Preaching everywhere that Jesus is the Messiah, the Christ, the Son of the living God. He is God himself. And then he starts to hear the Galatians Learning from somebody else. That's why he says, I marvel. Like, he's like, I, I can't believe it. He was that you're turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel. He's like, I cannot believe that you're receiving a different gospel than the one that was taught to you.
1: Yeah. And so easily.
0: Yeah, very easily.
1: Yeah.
0: And then he goes... He goes, to a different gospel, which is not another. He goes, there is no other gospel. You know what gospel means? It means the good news. Yeah. He goes, there is no other good news, first of all. They turned you away to a different gospel. He goes, but there is no another gospel. He goes, there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. I always talk about what pervert means. Because pervert, people think like, oh, perverted, that's a sexual thing. Actually, perversion is, if something is a straight line... And And it it, turns you. It gets bumped off track. Mm -hmm. It has been perverted. So that's what he's saying. He's like, man, you received the gospel. He goes, but there's other people out there who are going to trouble you and pervert the gospel. Lead you astray. Lead you astray. That's better well said. Yeah. That pervert is to lead astray. Yeah. He's like, there is no other gospel. Who came and told you something different? Yeah. He's annoyed. And then he goes on and says... He goes, listen, he goes, even if we, or an angel from heaven, he's like, he's like taking it way up. He's yeah. like, he's like, man, he goes, man, I'm so sure about this, that even if an angel from heaven comes and tells you a different gospel than what we told you, he was let that angel be cursed.
1: Yeah. That's, that's strong. That's heavy. How does
0: it say it here? Um, let me put it blunt. If one of us, even If an angel from heaven were to preach something other than what we preached originally, let that angel be cursed.
1: Mm -hmm. That is heavy.
0: Wow. Paul was, that's a kind of a bold statement to Mm make. that even an angel from heaven, if an angel, he goes, I'm straight straight up telling you, if an angel comes and tells you something different, that angel's wrong. Yeah. And then to to top it off, he goes, as we have said before, I'm going to say it again, He goes, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you received, let him be cursed.
1: Regardless of reputation or credentials, preaches something other than what you received originally, let him be cursed.
0: He goes, I don't care about what the reputation is. I don't care how many- He's a
1: pastor, an evangelist, or what he calls himself. How many
0: diplomas he got. He goes, if he is telling you something different than what we have already taught you, let that person be cursed you know so this is this is not a, a, a this is a serious thing
1: i love this
0: what's that oh read it
1: the next if we go just down to 10 it says do you think i speak this strongly in order to manipulate crowds or curry favor with god or get popular applause if my goal was popularity I wouldn't bother being Christ's slave.
0: Oh, snap. He goes, I'm not telling you this so I can be the famous preacher. I'm not telling you this so I can have the most YouTube followers. I ain't telling you this so... No. He goes, you know what? How does he say it? At the end, the last part. If my my goal
1: goal was popularity, I wouldn't bother being Christ's slave. Wow. That's...
0: In in this translation, um, in this version, translation, he goes, for do I now persuade men or God? He goes, or do I seek to please men? Hmm. He goes, for if I still please men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. Yeah, of Christ. Okay. So we know now, reading to this, that Paul says, If anybody says anything different to you than what I've taught you, they're wrong. There is no other gospel. Matter of fact, let them be cursed. Yeah. Okay? Paul said that. If anybody says different. So what was Paul teaching us? There's a lot of things, but if we go to Second Timothy, babe, check this out. Or first First Timothy, I'm sorry. You found something else you want to read? Oh,
1: it's just really interesting.
0: Yeah, it just keeps going and going. I got going. it
1: straight from God, received the right message directly from Jesus Christ.
0: You know what? Let's read that first. What verse is that?
1: <laughs> just continued right there. Yeah. It says, um, right after I wouldn't bother being Christ's slave, know this, I am most emph- emphatic, em- emphatic here. Friends, this great message I delivered to you is not mere human optimism. I didn't receive it through the traditions, and I wasn't taught it in some school. I got it straight from God. Received the message directly from Jesus
0: Christ. Guys, I'm going to check my camera. All right, guys, we're back. Um, The camera went off at the church, and um, it was a shadow, but it looked like somebody was in the back of the church. But that's why I had to stop the video. I know we don't edit, but... When the camera goes off, it shows a little tiny screen. And it from when it was real small, it looked like a person. Okay. But I'm sorry. I cut you off from reading that verse. I want to read that again, guys, because that's a really important verse that, that Sharon was sharing. Okay. Sharon was
1: sharing. Sharon, Sharon. I'm Sharon right now. Okay. Um, I'll start with, I wouldn't bother being Christ's slave. Mm-hmm. Know this. I am most emphatic here. Friends, this great message I delivered to you is is not mere human optimism. I didn't receive it through the traditions, and I wasn't taught it in some school. I got it straight from God, received the message directly from Jesus Christ.
0: Okay, I'm going to read it in New King James. Check this out. While I do that, go to 1 Timothy. First Timothy. 1 yeah. Timothy uh, 3.14. So right here it says this what she just read in the New King James, he says, I make known to you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man. Okay. He goes, for I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. So not only does he make a claim that if anybody teaches anything else, let that person be cursed. He goes, man, I didn't learn from man. I didn't learn from traditions. I... Jesus Christ himself taught me this. That's a, Paul is being bold. So what is it that, 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 that Paul taught? Okay. If we go to 1 Timothy chapter three, starting at 14, check this out. Paul says, these things I write to you, though I hope to come to you shortly. He's talking to Timothy. He says, but if I am delayed, I write so that you may know how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of God which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. And this is the part. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. He's about to say something. He says, God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed on in the world and received up in glory.
1: I hope to visit you soon, but just in case I'm delayed, I'm writing this letter so you'll know how things ought to go in God's household. This God-alive church, bastion of truth. This Christian life is a great mystery, far exceeding our understanding. But some things are clear enough.
0: Ooh, some things are clear enough.
1: Clear enough. He appeared in a human body. Oh, was proved right by the invisible spirit, was seen by angels. He was proclaimed among all kinds of peoples, believed in all over the world, taken up into heavenly glory.
0: So wait a second. So this Paul that says everything I taught you was taught to me by Jesus himself. I didn't learn it from traditions. I didn't learn it from men. Matter of fact, if anybody comes and tries to sway you and pervert your way of thinking and give you a different gospel, he's saying there is no other gospel. And then in first Timothy, he tells Timothy, his student, he says, man, God is a mystery, but some things are clear. God, the one that created everything, was manifested in the flesh.
1: So, Hmm. I love when you say this. How many thrones is there?
0: How many thrones are in heaven, guys? One. One throne. Matter of fact, Revelation says the great white throne judgment, not the great white thrones. God was manifest. You know, when something is manifest, it's like this, right? If a woman is pregnant... You know there's a baby, but the baby's hidden. But when the baby is born, that baby has manifested. It's shown itself. And Paul is saying, God, the visible God, the one we can't see, somehow, some way, great as the mystery of godliness, was manifested and showed himself in the flesh. And this is the same Paul that says, if anybody teaches you something different, let him be cursed, even if it's an angel. This is what he taught.
1: So, I think that's why there's so many people that will take things out of context.
0: All day. All All.
1: day, because they will hear like, well, why did Jesus pray to God? And why this? And why that? And so many people take things out of context instead of reading something simple like that. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Reading the word of God.
0: I don't know, man, you know, I'm going to live my life worshiping Jesus and I'm going to die worshiping Jesus. Yes. Um, You know, he came and lived in this world, in our world as a human for 33 and a half years. But when he ascended up to heaven, all glory, all power, all authority, basically, he he absorbed it all. We well, can go even deeper and go into scriptures where it says this. It, it says it in Philippians. It says it in Ephesians. You know, your Bible?
1: <laughs> I, I remember that I was talking to you and I, I remember when I was telling you. I said, you know, what... What good would it have done if Jesus came to be flesh but yet didn't suffer or sacrifice or do any as we did? Mm -hmm. He prayed to God as we did. He suffered as we did. And if there was no opposition or anything, if he didn't, he he paid the ultimate sacrifice. He went through the earthly things as as human as humanly did
0: when he came as a human because he was a human he was subject to the laws to of the human. laws
1: of human and
0: the laws of human and humanity are to pray to God
1: so he did as we did so we learned yeah we learned we did as he did mm-hmm. was it not that we we're taught to do as Jesus did.
0: Yeah. You know, if, if I use this example, and it's kind of dumb, right? But it makes sense. If I love my fish in my aquarium so much and they can't relate to me because I'm here and they're inside the tank. So some weird way, I I made myself a fish. I would speak to them as a fish. I would swim like a fish. Yeah. I wouldn't breathe oxygen. I Well, you know... Through water, I would have to be in water. Yes. I would have to operate as a fish. But you know what? Once I was done with my mission as a fish, and I would come back to the form that I am now, you know, it, dude, it dude, but, it's but, it's simple.
1: But it, me, it makes so much sense when they say, be Christ-like. Well, how can we be Christ-like? He came to set that example yeah. so that we can be Christ-like. How can we be Christ-like if he cannot show us the way? Yeah.
0: If, 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 if Here's the thing. Here's another thing. If Jesus only had to shed his blood for us, he would have came as an adult already, mm-hmm. preached the gospel, healed the sick, and died on the cross. But he came for other things than just dying on the cross. He came to be an example. Yes. He came to be born like us, grow up like us, be tempted like us, live it out like us, so we can have an example. What kind of example would he have been if he didn't pray to the Father? Yeah. What kind of example would he have been if he didn't get baptized? What kind of example would he have been? He had to be the perfect example.
1: Yes.
0: You know, so... As I, well
1: as the perfect sacrifice. Look
0: at this, guys. Yeah. Look at this in Colossians. Colossians chapter 1. We're going to start at 19. For those that have, that have said that he is separate. Check this out. And here's the thing, right?
1: Mine starts at 18.
0: Okay. This is what's a trip, right? You know what? No, this is gonna explain it. Colossians 1 starting at 18. It says, he, talking about Jesus, is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. Talk about Jesus, he's the head of the, the church. Look at this, it pleased the father. So you're like, oh, there it is there. They're two separate people. Now let's keep reading. For it pleased the father that in him, in Jesus, all the fullness should dwell. So Jesus ascends up to heaven, let's say, and the Bible says the, the father is pleased. And he says, man, you know what? Everything should dwell in you. Well, check this out. It says, and by him, talking about Jesus, to reconcile all things. Remember how you reconcile a bill? Mm-hmm. You, what, is, what, what is it what do you, when you go to somebody, when you have a lot of debt, a lot of different debts, and you bring go someplace to reconcile, it means you bring it you together compile, you bring into it together. one.
1: Yes.
0: Right? Jesus, by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him, whether things on the earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross, and you who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy, blameless, and above reproach in his sight. Does it go to 23? Or um, it- yes, go ahead. If indeed you continue in the faith grounded and steadfast and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister.
1: Hmm. Okay, starting at 18. He was supreme in the beginning and leading the resurrection parade. He is supreme in the end. From beginning to the end, he's there, towering far above everything, everyone. So spacious is He, so roomy, that everything of God finds its proper place in Him without crowding. Not only that, but all the broken and dislocated pieces of the universe, people and things, animal and atoms, get properly fixed and fit together in vibrant harmonies, all because of His death, His blood that poured down from the cross. You yourselves are a case study of what He does. At one time, you all had your backs turned to God, thinking rebellious thoughts of Him, giving Him trouble every chance you got. But now, by giving Himself completely at the cross, go back. Look. At one time, you all had your backs turned to God, thinking rebellious thoughts of Him, giving Him trouble every chance you got. But now, by giving Himself completely at the cross, actually dying for you. Christ brought you over to God's side and put your lives together whole and holy in his presence. He's talking about both of them there Mm -hmm. together. You don't walk away from a gift like that. You stay grounded and steady in that bond of trust, constantly tuned into the message, careful not to be distracted or diverted. There is no other message just this one. Every creature under heaven gets the same message. I, Paul, am the messenger of this message.
0: Yeah. This could, we could go verse after verse after verse after verse. It's weird. Because in a weird way, back to that fish thing. It would be weird for, because see, I couldn't, if if I would make myself a fish, who was going to feed the fish? Who's going to turn the light on? Who's going to make sure the heater's going? So somehow I would have to find a way to still be here to take care of my world, but yet be a fish at the same time. And I know that's weird to think and impossible to think. That's why Paul says, man, you know what? Great is a mystery of godliness. I don't get this. Yeah. That somehow you were made into a fish, <laughs> you yeah. know, and then it's like we we could talk about it all kinds of ways, and, and you,
1: there's there's no way to comprehend it. But the yeah. thing is, it's not it's un, it's uncomprehensive.
0: Yeah,
1: it's uncomprehendable. It's like, but it's the thing is, is that it's not even for us to comprehend. Hmm. I don't I don't think there's a way to to yeah. comprehend it.
0: And this is this is what really trips me out, right? Is the very fact that Jesus, when He rose again, and we see that that remember when um, He told Thomas, He goes, "Stick your hand on my side. Put your finger where the nails were." That means when He rose again, everything was healed. His back, everything that was shredded, everything that was torn, except the scars. Yes. And the Bible says we just read that when He ascended up to heaven. He took all authority. He absorbed everything. And we now are going to see Christ because he was manifested in the flesh. This is what's crazy, right? Is that even though he was invisible, he became a man. Now in heaven, the Bible says that he's the firstborn of many. So now in heaven, you're not going to see an empty throne. You're going to see God finally manifested and it's going to be Jesus. This is what's weird, right? This is like me Be going and being a fish, and I could come back to just be this person that I am. But because the fish won't recognize me, I stay a fish. So when they die and come see me, they recognize me. They recognize you. How do we know that? Because John in the book of Revelation in a vision or a dream, ascends up to heaven. He sees this glorious person. He's so bright, so glorious. He falls as if he's dead. He's fear. He's shaking. And he senses somebody walking to him. And says, get up. I'm the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. I lived and I died. So who is it, guys, who died? Jesus. And I live forevermore. Mm.
1: Oh my god, I have chills all over. So. Woo wee! <laughs> wow. Man. You guys, my hair is just sticking up. Just. That is so beautiful.
0: He kept his human form. So when we die.
1: Oh my god.
0: We could relate to him. And he could relate to us. It's <laughs> so precious. Guys, you and I are going to see the scars of the nails. Think about that. <laughs> Heck, maybe that's why we cry. The Bible says that he will wipe away every tear. And my thought was like, why would he do that? And I, did, I know we did an a, a earlier, earlier devotional about this, but this is another thought. <sighs> what if we see him and we see the scars? And we realize those scars are there because of our sins. Because mm. he says, I will wipe away every tear and there'll be no more sickness and no more death. You know, it's a trip. I've always pictured that he's talking about our sickness and our death. But what if it's us that cry because we see what he went through for us? For us. <laughs> and he says, no, 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 don't cry. I will never die again. There will be no more death and no more sickness. You know, just, man, it's a beautiful thought, guys. I really pray that wow. this minister to you, I pray that this this opens something <laughs> in you. I pray it revealed something to you. I pray for, in the name of Jesus, for any blockage that the enemy is trying to pervert a different gospel to you, yes. that I command that ungodly thought and ungodly teaching to leave yes. your mind in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes
1: that he will direct you he will direct you to the, his word and his word alone
0: that he will unpervert the yes. the gospel that you come back to what you first learned yes and that he reveal himself
1: your first love yeah he's your first love yes
0: i worship jesus proudly <laughs> you <Yeah>? yes <laughs> <laughs> no there's there's, there's no you know, if you believe differently and you're trying to hear it, don't even bother commenting, man, I'm a Jesus freak. I'm stubborn. I'm a stubborn man. You know, I'm going to die a stubborn man for Jesus. There's no changing. So don't even bother to try to convince me because Jesus is Lord. And you know what? Someday you also will bow down and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Why? Because no. that's what scripture says. But I gladly do it now. Yeah.
1: And don't even try to bother the debate because you're not going to, you're not going to get a response.
0: Yeah. yeah, exactly. And and if somebody, worth somebody time. thinks we're silly for it, hey, let me be a silly clown then. Yeah. So, but for those of he you. He went
1: through so much far worse for, for us. So yeah. we're worth, we're, we're, we're okay with being silly clowns for Jesus. It's all right.
0: But RBT family, I know you're receiving it. I know you felt it. I know it stirred something in you. We yes. love you guys. You guys are amazing. Keep leaving your comments. You guys say that you 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 can't wait every morning to to watch these and we're just as excited in the evening to give these. Yes. Absolutely. So, yeah, man, we're going to relax a little bit. God bless you pray for the van yes you know whatever happens
1: pray that tomorrow the doors open up and that it'll it'll be the lord leading us to where it is that he wants us to go um and it'll it's gonna be his van guys yeah you know his van for his his children and We'll be blessed, Amen. We love you guys. Enjoy your coffee. Enjoy your day. We pray many blessings and many doors to be opened on this special day. God bless you.
0: Like, subscribe. Yes. Leave a comment. And one more thing: if you like this video, share it with some people.
1: You know what? Yeah, we. You know what? We don't tell you guys to share it very often, but you know what? Mm-hmm. Start sharing them, guys. Like yeah. seriously, start sharing them.
0: Here's the thing: if If one person, if every person that wants, usually it's around 300 views. If everyone shared it with one person, it'd be 600 views. That's 600 people hearing this truth. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And
0: 600 is better than 300. What if you shared it with two people?
1: That's 900. I'm just saying. Yeah. And guys, we got a lot of stuff going on for you uh, local families um, that are here local to the Modesto area. We do have um, youth, you know, that is going to be starting up really soon. We're going to have a youth event uh, to start it up, to kind of kick it off. So if you are local, we're going to be putting something up for um, the youth, uh, That's something that's going to be taking place on the 27th. So March 27th of 2021, because if you're watching this years from now, it's not going to be that March 27th. So March 27th, 2021, we are going to be kicking off our youth. Um, And I will be, you know, putting something up on our website. We will be um, announcing it a little bit more as we get closer. So if you are local to the Modesto area, we will be putting something up and giving more information in regards to that. I know that as April is approaching, we got a really busy April coming up, too. We have our Good Friday service um, that is going to be coming up. And then, of course, we have our Easter service. So there's a lot of things that are coming up in April you know mm-hmm. um, we have special speakers coming up and then we have you know things that we're corroborating with um, our, our Stockton Church so there's a lot of things guys to look forward to so we will be letting you guys know as time as you know time gets closer and, and um, to those dates so just be watching out for those announcements okay
0: yeah because we have a good Friday service coming up right before resurrection yeah, Day.
1: April it'll be April 2nd
0: yeah I know sometimes we say Easter, but really House of Rest has always officially called it Resurrection Day. It's Resurrection Day. Yeah. So, um, all right, guys. Bam!
1: We love you guys. God bless you.
0: Bye.